24 hours a day, seven days a week. A new way of radio and the beginning of a new talent. MoncoRadio.com, where music and minds meet. Wake up, sleepyheads. It's party time! Yeah, this is the old Nooster coming at you right here on this fine, fine Rocktober morning. It's the sweeping sensation that's sweeping the nation, and I'm going to do it to you right here, right now. Whoa! Just moved in my new house today. Moving was hard, but I got squared away. Bell started ringing and changed right loud. I knew I'd moved in a haunted house. Still, I made up in my mind to stay. Nothing was gonna drive me away. When I seen something to give me the creep, had one big eye and a two big feet. Hey, look what I found in the Monco Radio storage closet. Wow, it's a dusty box full of records. Cool! ACDC, Motley Crue, Kiss. This stuff is great. What's this one? It's heavy, like twice as heavy as the rest of them. Look, it says right here, scratched in the vinyl, Sammy Kerr. Sammy Kerr? He was big back in the 80s. My dad was a fan. I heard he was supposed to play here at Monco, but he was killed in a freaky fire or something. Let's listen to it. That's right, Kiss Army, you wanted the best, you got the best. I'm Matt Porter, and we are broadcasting here from Montgomery County Community College. It is our October show, which means it's our Halloween show. And of course, we are going to celebrate the 40th anniversary of Kiss Meets the Phantom of the Park. So coming up next, on the phone, we'll be talking to Mr. Leon Delaney. You know him as a stuntman. You know him as an actor. You know him as the dad in Kiss Meets the Phantom of the Park who says you're not allowed to smoke in here, but you're allowed to smoke right now here in the Kiss Room on Monco Radio where music and minds meet.
That's right, Kiss Army. You're listening to the Kiss Room here on Monaco Radio. I am joined right now by Leon Delaney. Oh, hello. Sorry. Hi. And also on the phone, Kat Mara. Kat, how are you? I'm great, Matt. How are you, buddy? I'm fantastic. So we're worldwide today. We're here uh, in Bluebell, PA, talking all the way to Las Vegas, Nevada, correct? That's correct. So now what we're talking about, obviously, with Leon, everybody knows Leon from his time as an actor and a stuntman in films like The Warriors and Predator and Starship Troopers and even Home Alone. But what we're focusing on is your time working with Kiss on the legendary Kiss Meets the Phantom of the Park. Leon, talk about that. Yep, we know that. I, that's really quick. A year earlier, I was almost crushed to death in a trench cave in Staten Island. And it took me almost a year to heal up. But now during that year, Kiss became more and more famous. I think from little clubs to uh, Nassau Coliseum. The year it took me to heal up. So it, it just worked out. Now, I started an acting school in New York City neighborhood playhouse. And in New York City, every time you open the paper, it says SAG only, SAG only, SAG only, in Screen Actors Guild. Well, lo and behold, Kiss does the movie. And Bill O'Coin, you know, knows I've got to get in the union, got me the part uh, to say you're not allowed to smoke in here. And I said it, took the contract, ran right down to the Screen Actors Guild office, cost $225 to join. Today, it's 6000 to join. Wow. <laughs> And a coin paid for the two twenty-five on top of it, but for them to fly me out to get my teeth fixed, to pay for acting school, I owe them a great debt, especially this SAG card. You know, I, 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 I owe them a, a lot of uh, gratitude. So now, talk about that time. Okay. Obviously, you know, Kiss fans know it's it's your spot in Kiss Meets the Phantom of the Park. The goons, uh, you know, pop that little girl's balloon, and you say you're not allowed to smoke in here. What was the vibe like on the set? What was it like among the members of Kiss? You know, obviously you had had a lifetime of, of involvement in Kiss because of your brother, Sean. Right. Well, that was the deal. See, I, I lived with Sean and Bill for three years in New City, New York. Beautiful little rock glass house. They actually, the builders of that house actually used real trees as a beam inside the house. You know, it's a fascinating house. Everybody wants a new city house. Everybody. I mean, everybody. But anyway, I lived with them for three years. I'm doing construction. They're doing whatever. Bill was a um, television director. And Sean was trying to get songs written. And with Paul Schaefer, he'd do commercials. Hey, Paul Schaefer, you know, the David Letterman keyboard uh, gentleman. And that was it. And I came home, and they were anxious to talk to me. And he showed me the picture of Kiss and their beginning makeup, T-shirts and Levi. <laughs> and I'm a you know, young eagle man. And I said, I've got to tell you guys, they're either going to be loved or hated. There's not going to be any in between with these guys. <laughs> I'm serious. And anyway, Bill O'Coin had a, a television series called Flipside. Have you aware of that? Absolutely. Okay, well, Flipside. Well, Flipside, uh, Neil Bogart, it was president of Buddha Records at that time. He he uh, managed Johnny Maestro in the, in the Brooklyn Bridge. And that's how Bill and Neil met. And they did the thing called Flipside. It was way way ahead of their time, by the way. Flipside was genius, but it was the wrong time. And uh, But one thing led to another. They have a connection. And down the road, hello, Casablanca Records. You know, just being the first one to sign on and, and whatnot. 
so where were we now? What was I supposed to talk about? So, I mean... Oh, the film. Here you go. Real, real quick, the four stunt doubles were the guys. Alan Olney, who doubled Ace, was African-American. <laughs> <laughs> and he looked more like Ace than Ace looked. <laughs> <laughs> and Glenn Wilder, who just passed away, uh, he doubled Paulie. And, the, and they had put chest hairs on them. And while they're fighting, the sweat, the chest hairs would fall off. <laughs> and they, they had Buddy Joe Hooker, one of the greatest stuntmen ever in the business, uh, doubled the Peter. And uh, who am I leaving out? David Ellis, God rest his soul, too, uh, uh, doubled. Who am I missing? Oh, Gene. Gene. So uh, the irony of that is, over my career, I worked with those four many times. <laughs> Many times, and we'd laugh about it, talk about it, and whatnot. So, and the reason they got Alan, the African American, because he was a gymnast, you know, graduated from UCLA. And if you remember the the movie, Ace does a backflip across the stage. Sure. So that's that's why Alan, who was a world class gymnast at UCLA, got you know got the part. But when you say any, I didn't even realize they were busting up. So after the solo albums, after the Kiss Meets the Phantom, you know, uh, they hit it very well. But also, I wasn't around them like my brother was and Bill O'Coin were. But I can only go from the very beginning of the Coventry <laughs> up to um, whatever, when they split up. So, see, for me, when Kiss split up, that, that split up for me. I know, I know Tommy Thayer, he's a nice guy. They're all nice guys. But my... Kiss when they broke up. That was it for me. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think for a lot of people, you know, that time was really a big time for Kiss. But then by like seventy nine, even eighty, people are maybe you know losing interest in in what Kiss is doing. But I think, I mean, so describe. I really want to go into like on the set. You're on the set that day. What's the vibe like? What's it like right. being in that kind of chamber of thrills and all okay. that kind of thing? No, what I'll say, everything was fine. You know, when we filmed it. Actually, on a soundstage, yes, but also Magic Mountain, the real amusement park, you know, after they closed. So they would film right up till daybreak, you know, but using the real extras and real amusement park called Six Flags Magic Mountain. It was Wally World, too, right. and vacation. <laughs> so, uh, but I, I didn't notice any dissension. Because I was going back to New York, California, New York, California, and I had my own thing going, you know. So I never noticed, but obviously there was dissension on the film, you know, because they went from there to the solo albums to break up, right? It's pretty much, that seems to be the way it worked, was by the time they were doing Kiss Meets the Phantom, that they were really not happy with each other and what was going on. And, you know, and I and I think, you know, the success or, you know, at the time, but maybe because the movie didn't come out exactly the way they thought it would, that didn't help either. What did you think when you saw the final movie? <laughs> I, I thought my part as a young father, when they burst my old girl's balloon, I thought it was any worthy. <laughs> That's how good it was. <laughs> and when I looked and said to him, I could have gone Shakespeare, I could have gone Shakespearean. You thou not allowed to smoke in here, <laughs> or wimpy. You're not allowed to smoke in here. I had many ways to do it, Matt. <laughs> All I know, and you know, when I got back to New York and had my SAG card. All my acting school buddies, they said, can I see it? Can I touch it? Can I see it? Because that's how important it was to get your union card. And uh, the family friend, by the way, turned me on in neighborhood uh, playhouse, and his name was Robert Redford. So uh, uh, I was in good hands. And believe it or not, Matt, you've heard this story before. 
my first thing after I got my union card, a stunt coordinator called me from California and asked if I wanted to do stunts on a film called Warriors. Right. <laughs> I don't know what stunts are, but it's a paycheck. I'm in, buddy. <laughs> so, um, a lot, no, a lot of destiny. Because your first eight by ten and resume, nine percent of your resume is lies because you haven't done anything. You know, you do your summer stock, you're still up with bullshit. But the real thing is my athletic background, you know, college basketball and offer the Pittsburgh Pirates baseball. And unbeknownst to me then, that's a very important thing for a stuntman, you know, his athletic background. And uh, he called me and, and taught me the film fight, as they say, the rest is history. So very lucky, very, my book's going to be called The Luckiest, Unluckiest Stuntman in Film, A Story of Destiny. So now you, me, you, Matt, you, like, go ahead. I was going to say, so you're working on a book, but what I want to talk oh, about, I want to talk about, you know, the, the parts of it, Cat is also on the phone with us here. Kat, what do you remember about the first night seeing Kiss Meets the Phantom of the Park? Well, I remember, <laughs> my mom needed Kiss. So my dad would um, my dad would sneak me, like when the Mego dolls came out, he would sneak them to me. And years later, I told my mom, she goes, I could, I, I'm going to kill him. And I said, Mom, he's already dead. You can't kill him twice. <laughs> <laughs> so I remember my dad took my mom out to dinner in a movie. And the next-door neighbor, who was my, uh, my best friend, the brother, babysat me and my brother. And we watched it. And I remember we had a, he made, he made pudding and all these snacks. And it was, I just remember them when my dad, and mom came home. My dad woke me up, and he was like, "How was it? How was it?" I was like, "It was amazing." So, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, so I had to sneak to watch it. But, uh. <laughs> you know, Matt, we we all watched it. Bill O'Coin, my brother, Kiss. We all watched it together in New York City. Yeah. You know, at the ballroom at some hotel, whatever. You know, it's jam packed, two hundred people. And when my part came up, they all hooting and hollering. God, the Academy Award winner. <laughs> but I will always be in debt to them of you're not allowed to smoke in here. Remember, I told you today it's $6,000 to join. Wow. And they told me on the set, you know, you don't, you don't have to join, you know, on your next work. You have to join. But you don't have to join now. I said, yeah, I got you. I ran to said <laughs> with my contract. Hello, I'm here. So, um. Oh, by the way, they kicked me out of Neighborhood Playhouse. <laughs> they had a rule, you're not allowed to have any professional work until we tell you you're able. Wow. I'm thinking to myself, well, how many opportunities am I going to get for my SAG card? So I said, bye. Yeah. <laughs> I, think I, made the right, I think I made the right decision. Now, I would tell you this story. I, I wrote some things down. Did I ever tell you the golden earring story? No. With my brother and me finding my, Oh, you're going to love it. Kiss, you know, at the beginning, see, Lydia Chris is the original. I talked to Lydia last night. I'm the oldest survivor of the Glenio Coin connection. Mm. Lydia, besides the four guys that are, you know, the originals, Lydia goes back even farther. So she is the original for seniority, Lydia Chris. Okay? <laughs> and she'll tell you, you know, like when they did the 50 50 gate, when I see me up to hardly walk, Gene gave me a calculator. And I would click every person that came into that ballroom. Let's say they held 3,000, 4,000 people. That's the beginning. And at the end of the night, Gene would say uh, to the, and Bill would say to the owner, uh, it's been a slow night. You know, we only had 1,600 in here tonight. But Gene would say, Leon, how many? I said, 3,200. <laughs> <laughs> so every time they tried to beat Kiss, 
But Gene, Gene Simmons and money, you got to wake up very early to beat them on money. <laughs> but they gave me a job. I could hardly walk. But they take me 150 a week for me to click, click, click. Anyway, goes in there every And now I'm better. This is the first act up. And you have to understand real quick, nobody wanted to go on, a, on the stage with Kiss being the first act up. You understand that? Sure. They became headliners really quick. And you understand why. Who knows who followed Kiss? Bob Seger used it when they blew him off the stage. Seger says, come on, I got two more songs. I Just two more songs. And then the Mad Men will be out here. That's Bob Seger. Okay. <laughs> so, so, anyway. My brother, they did a two-night thing with Gold Deer. Remember the song, Radar Love? Yeah, sure. Okay. Well, he heard the rumor that the roadies of Gold Deer Ring, since the first night like, Kiss blew off the stage, and like Gold Deer Ring was playing, the crowd started chanting Kiss. <laughs> so, they were quite upset. So the rumor was, you know, because they got, they got wall-to-wall, you know, amps. The rumor was that Gold Deer Ring's roadies were going to try to disconnect Paulie and Gene. Because, you know, with the Kiss show, if it stops or something happens, it takes the whole air out of the show. Because yeah. when Kiss starts, start to finish, they do not let you go to the last explosion, and that's that. So my brother said, Leon, we got a couple other guys. Forgot who they were. Fast Betty, uh, before John, uh, JR. But it doesn't matter. And sure enough, here comes the assholes to unplug him. My brother and I, we're kicking the shit out of them. We're throwing punches, and Gene turns around and looks through the amps. And all he's seeing is this line. <laughs> anyway, we won. But that's how Kiss started. Kathy told you this. When I became a roadie for the summer before acting school started, we're 70-some-odd thousand fans at Jack Murphy Stadium, San Diego. So I'm flying back to New York on the Red Eye that night. They knew that was it because I start acting school the next Monday. And I looked out at the sea of people and I thought of the Coventry. And remember, Lydia goes back to the Daisy, right. <laughs> which is even smaller than the Coventry. Um, I said, Ace, we're not the Coventry anymore, are we? <laughs> 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 but it, that's how quick they became so successful. It's like overnight they're headlining Nassau Coliseum, you know, Madison Square Garden. And it was a really phenomenon you know, uh, what these guys did. Absolutely. But it's interesting, the year it took me to heal up was the year they became so successful. And uh, it really helped me. So, like I say, I owe them a great, great debt. And, you know, and to me, you know, like I say, I'm sorry they broke up, but things happen. Okay, and Tommy Thayer is a nice guy, and I'm sure the drummer who passed away and the drummer today are great guys. But you understand that, I'm at the beginning. I can't accept anything less than the original four. Absolutely. I mean, you figure you and Lydia had such an amazing vantage point of everything that was going on in the beginning. And, and there's not too many people that can say they had that kind of view as what you had. Right. Uh, what are some of your earliest memories of KISS then? I'm working construction, okay, but living with Bill and Sean. Like I said, for three years, it was wonderful. New City, New York, 45 minutes north of Manhattan, okay, on the Tappan Zee Bridge, and there you go. But anyway, I got home, and they were excited to show me the 8x10 of Kiss. And they're excited because they went to see him at the, I think it's the Diplomat Hotel, wherever it was, or Catholic Church in the basement, whatever. Because right. Gene, you know, sent an invitation to Bill. You know, uh, I don't know why, because Bill, no, Bill did flip side. That's why Gene got in touch with him. Because part of that, he was a clear award-winning uh, uh, commercial director. I don't think people know that. Yeah. 
Super Bowl. I don't know, Bill, he was, if he stuck with it, he probably would have won the Academy Award in film because that's how good he was. But also he got a choice. Do I manage Kiss and make hundreds of millions of dollars or do I go ahead and just direct commercials? (laughs) It's an easy choice for Bill. But for me being a Neil Young fan and seeing this group with makeup, you know what kind of ball that takes that these guys did? Yeah, they they could very easily been booed off the stage, rocks thrown at them, and that's the last you ever heard a kiss. But they were so good, Matt, on live. You got to see them live. There's nobody works harder than Kiss. Nobody. And to this day, nobody's ever had a live show to beat Kiss. They gave you the money's worth from the first explosion to the last, and that's what I'm saying about that. Whether you like the music or not, I'm just saying you got your money's worth when you saw a Kiss show, and that's that. Absolutely. Okay. So thinking about, you know, you talked about writing a book and think about your career. What were like, obviously, people know the Warriors and they know, obviously, we're talking about Kiss Meets the Phantom of the Park. What would you say are some of the highlights of your career? Tad Mara can tell you. Okay. <laughs> Over the years, more people, they actually wrote me letters. You've got to write a book. Now, when they talk about you, why? You know, a stuntman, you know, crazy background and all that. But when you start putting it together, especially when I go from my, my life to now kiss. I'm thinking, though, this is crazy. I won't believe it. I wouldn't believe it. You know, but I know it's true because I did it. You understand? I'm going from birth to present day, but in between kiss, my brother, Bill O'Coin, stunt buddies, and it's just crazy. And when I say it's a story of destiny, now I'll give you one quick one. When I was a little boy uh, at kindergarten, I would come home and change my clothes into a Navy outfit. Navy pants, Navy top, Navy hat, and I'd go out and play. Every day, five days a week, that was it, and I'd sit on the edge of my bed and change. This particular day, somebody told me, like a voice, get out of there. And I went into my parents' bedroom. As soon as I walked through the doorway, I heard a crash. A 500-pound gesture door came through the attic roof and landed exactly where I sit. And I'm only five years old. Wow. So this is what I'm saying about destiny. And I got even bigger ones than that. I'm going to get into it now. That's what I'm saying about destiny. Okay? Now, real quick. Here's a kid, meaning me, born in Houston, Texas. Lived in Chattanooga, Memphis, Nashville, New Orleans. Uh, Dicey Knox already Memphis. Townsend, New Jersey. Then Utah. Back to New York City. Then to L.A. for 35 years. It's just crazy. You, you, if you try to think about it, it'll make you nuts. You don't. <laughs> You just go along with the flow. In other words, that's your destiny. Okay, like meeting Cat Mara. I had eight exits from that Kiss uh, New Jersey convention. Eight exits out of there. But I walked out the exit where Cat was standing. And what Cat did, thank God, she took me out of loneliness. She turned me on to her cats. And I loved it because as my wife died, you know, I've been very lonely. You know, and Kat took me out of that, you know, and, and it's just wonderful. What do you think, Kat? I think I'm an amazing person. I agree with you, Yeah. I, I will tell you what Kat has done for me. You know, you get older, Matt, and shit happens, okay? I have Parkinson's, I have dementia. I, I, it's it's a kind of humiliating to get older. I'm not going to violent out. But Kat Mar has been there during the times of my worst times. And that nurse of her kicks it. Forget being friends, forget that. The nurse in Katmar kicks it. And I explained that to my son and daughter-in-law. You know, she does things that that I, I love her for. Like last week we had an episode, scared me to death. 
I really thought I was going to die. I mm. didn't know what it was, but I knew it wasn't right. I won't get into details, but thank God Cat Mara was there, you know, to take care of things. Me and call the ambulance. <laughs> but anyway, that is it, Matt. I'm trying to write the book, but I'm going in chronological order from birth right up to the right now what I'm doing. And when I think about it and what I write, I really think that. I said, this is crazy. <laughs> Who's going to believe this shit? You can't make it up. Uh, I'll, give you, I'll give you one. My son grew up in Spanish for Utah. You know, I was a punk kid, 19, his mother was 17. They were just too young. But anyway, my son is Spanish for it. And me laying in the hospital about destiny, what is it you want to do the rest of your life, Leon? I'm 24 years old. Do you really want to work construction in the mud and cold and whatnot? No. What do you want to be? An actor. Do you follow me? Sure. So that's called destiny. Now, one thing led to another. Don't think about it. Here we go. Remember, it took a year for me to heal luck. You know, plain and simple. And see, with my dementia, I just lost track on destiny. Help me, Kat. What was I talking about? You talked no, about I just Brad. lost my train of thought. Because, too many concussions, Matt. What can I say? <laughs> too many concussions. Oh, Kathy Mara and being a nurse. Destiny. I could have walked out at the first exit, and I would have never seen her. But I walked at the last exit, and there she was. Well, and Leon, she said, you're not allowed to smoke in here. I said, what? You know, I, Leon, but the rest of the thing say is history. I was standing there with Lydia was there, um, Bill O'Quinn's nephew, and often this guy comes up behind me and whispers in my ear, I have a fascination with tall women. I was like, <laughs> and now Lydia goes, Cat, no, 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 that's John's brother. I go, I don't care who you are. Who do you think you are? No, no, she said you're not allowed to smoke in here. I think, God damn, that's a fan. See, that line, but, uh, that line follows you, you around everywhere. You two, two, yeah, huh? You're that, not allowed to smoke in here, and I walked away. Yeah, that's first thing. <laughs> now, I'm going to give you two little things. See, a stuntman's a stuntman. Car jumps, turn the cars over, do high falls, get on fire. That is that that. Kind of basically boring. Eight million people have done it. But me, I have two things that I know no stuntman has ever done. Okay? On an 18, I am riding all day long on a 10-foot high Indian elephant. An elephant, okay? A real elephant. <laughs> so all day long, I'm in safari hat, safari shorts, safari shirt. And the trainer of this elephant, I said, turn left. He, he has this bamboo with a nail on it. Just pull his ear, uh, turn right, pull that ear. And I said, what do you do if I want to stop him? He hauls off and busts this elephant on the forehead. You know, like a baseball bat. I said, wait a minute, I'm up here. Don't be doing that. I don't want him thinking I'm hurting him. Well, anyway, all day long, me and the elephant were getting along fine. The last shot of the day out near Magic Mountain amusement park right behind it, called Indian Dunes, I head down a runway, the plain runway. And all of a sudden, Art Scholl, God rest his soul, comes, best pilot in the business, comes towards me. This elephant put his ears on my legs like a death grip. And you can't realize how fast elephants can go when they're on a full run. And I knew immediately something was very wrong. And I bailed off the elephant. Nobody had to tell me. I knew uh, my life was in danger. And I found the rocks like they did hurt me. It took them four hours to find the damn elephant at night. Okay? <laughs> Two weeks later, it killed the trainer. Ooh. It killed its trainer. Oh, okay, wow. did a headstand. No, did a headstand on him. And I, I want to say, if, I'm, if that was my father, I'd change it up. I was killed in a bank robbery trying to save innocent people. Well, how'd your dad die? Well, an elephant did a headstand on him. <laughs> now, that doesn't work. But this trainer, after I get out of the dirt, the elephants run away, and the, elephant, the trainer says, 
I didn't know there was going to be a play. And we said, did you ever read the script? The last page says it heads off the drug dealer's airplane and takes off the runway to arrest the bad guy. See that big word there, plane? Uh, but that's a true story. Now, the last second one, we're doing 18 downtown L.A. Now, you know, doing the 90s, taking the car sideways, okay? And with 18 was great. They want to see the car sideways during the intersection. For other people, you'll see go to the middle of the intersection, then to the 90s. Very boring, by the way. So I've done it three times. I'm going back to number one, fourth time. And we have our own police protection. They're really L.A. cops. They're not working. They make their extra money on film sets, okay? Well, I'm ready to go again. And this six-foot-five, big, oh, God, damn, he was big. He gets off this motorcycle. He could turn off that car. And I'm looking at my, my cops. I said, what? And they stepped in to try to stop him. And he said, you guys get the hell out of my face. You're not working. You know, I am. <laughs> and on the radio, they're yelling, Delaney, action, action, where are you? <laughs> he said, you better turn that, that car off. I said, guys, I think I'm in a little trouble here. He gave me three tickets for reckless driving. <laughs> and so... And they took care of it, but it was a damn. They found out that that cop would arrest his own mother. And then he went to the, the camera site. And I think the one stunned man let his taxi go into him on purpose, not just by Dover. Anyway, it was a hell of a deal. So you can't make this shit up to get Stevie oh, tickets. Shiitake mushrooms, Leon. You are on a family radio show. <laughs> That's right. Shiitake mushrooms. That's what we're talking about. Little trick or treat fun there. Now, look, everybody's going to watch Kiss Meets the Phantom of the Park for Halloween. And remember... You're not allowed to smoke in the Kiss Room. You're in the Kiss Room on Mako Radio, where music and minds meet.
That's right, Kiss Army. Thanks to Leon Delaney and Kat Mara for calling in to talk to us here in the Kiss Room. Now I'm joined by the Kiss Room house band. These guys are coming in here. I got Fran Galanti. Hey, what's up? We got Jerry Lee Watkins. Yo, what's up, people? We got Bobby Dreyer, of yeah. course. Everybody's out in the lobby tuning up guitars. Give that strum a bass a strum there. Nice. We're getting ready for some Kiss Room House it's Band a action. Drum. Danish drum. <laughs> so I got a couple announcements we're going to make before we get into some uh, some more music. One, I have an announcement from Billy Davis from Unmasked, the Unmasked Kids tribute band. They sent me a message that on uh, yeah. Detroit Rock City film screening with director Adam Rifkin, and a performance by Unmasked, the Kiss cover band. The 1999 film Detroit Rock City returns to the big screen for one night, which is going to be, and I got it written down here, ready? The big night returns to the big screen for one night at Cinema Arts Center in Huntington, Long Island on Saturday, November 3rd, 2018, 9 p.m. Special guest Adam Rifkin, who directed the film, will be Skyping in with an exclusive interview. So that is Saturday, November 3rd. Huntington, Long Island, Cinema Arts Center, exclusive Skype interview with Adam Rifkin, director of Detroit Rock City. Plus, you get a set from Unmasked, the Kiss cover band. They will open the show with an acoustic set of Kiss songs from the film. So you can get your advance tickets available at the cinemaartcenter.org or on Facebook by searching Detroit Rock City Unmasked. So thanks to Billy Davis for sending us that. Another big announcement. Obviously, look, anybody that's in the Kiss Army, you know it. You heard the announcement of the New Jersey Kiss Expo. They're calling it a Kissmas party. Absolutely. With That's special true. guest Ace Fraley. That's unbelievable. It looks like it's going to be stunning. So it's December 7th, 8th, and 9th. And you know it. It's the promoters of the New Jersey Kiss Expo and the Indianapolis Kiss Expo. That Indie Kiss Expo was off the hook. Yeah, that, that is a big score for them. So big, if they can score. manage like the kind of guest list that they did. Now, obviously, having Ace there is unbelievable. The Kiss Room will be there in some form. Yes. I have to figure out what day. Uh, i got to figure yeah, out if we're, we're going to broadcast live on Saturday, if we're going to broadcast live on Sunday. Details coming soon. I will tell you as soon as I know. i got to figure it out. But it is December 7th, 8th, 9th at the Hilton Parsippany, 1 Hilton Court, Parsippany, New Jersey. And it is confirmed that Ace will perform his entire 1978 solo album during the New Jersey Expo Christmas party, and he's going to share stories of each song. Is that with the Gene Simmons band? You know, or is that well, with... I'm going to guess that because that announcement, and shout out to Cassius Morris, one of the original KISS podcasters, had a great interview with Ace, and he revealed... That his new backup band will be the Gene Simmons band. I think that is so great. They did it down in Australia <laughs> saying... Australia! <laughs> that this guy, probably, like I said, didn't miss a beat, right? They already know the songs, right? I've got to imagine. I mean, the success they had with the Gene Simmons, oh, as the Gene Simmons band. Pulling out obscure songs that we never thought we'd hear. And I go back to the fact that they did It's My Life. And, and like you said... Phenomenal! So much more energy and a little more, more fun and laid back kind of... It's they, going to be great. Well, they race. dig deep. That's the thing that's impressive. Let's see. We got somebody calling in the line. Who's on the line? Hello. <laughs> Hello. Right. Anthony, is that you? It is. How are we doing? Anthony Delucia Jr., Gene Simmons from Kiss Alive, seventy-five. How are you, pal? Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Are we in the kiss room? We are. You're in the kiss room, which means no cursing, Ant. Yeah. Dude, Take your sunglasses we off and put room. your headlights on. <laughs> <laughs> All 
We're live in the Kiss Room, and we're on the air now. Now, I had to get you on the phone because we got breaking news about your show at the World Cafe Live. Can you give us the scoop? Yeah, there's not much of a scoop. We had a scheduling snafu with, uh, with the venue. It just kind of fell apart yesterday. We tried to work things out. We couldn't. Uh, the good news, though, and there really is good news, is that less than an hour away from there, only two weeks from there, you have an opportunity to catch us in Atlantic City, in the showroom at the Golden Nugget, free admission, free parking, and a complete show. That's wow. awesome. I mean, nice. There's your silver lining. Yeah, baby. So that's the announcement. No World Cafe show, but Atlantic the City showroom. show free. That's the awesome. showroom at the Golden Nugget. Absolutely. That's on a Friday night. I think it's, I don't have the calendar in front of me because I'm driving. But I think it's, um, I think it's November 9th is the Friday. Anthony, um, what's, what's the deal with the show when you go into a place like the Golden Nugget? Do they, you know, they have the type of facility you need to put the show on? Or do you yeah, have to kind of scale it down? No, 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 no. They, they, the showroom is a full concert room. I oh, think nice. it holds 500, holds 500 people. Um, we've got the facility there and the ability to do everything. Awesome. All the effects. So everybody's the getting the first show. The riser, the logos flown, the whole ball of wax. Yeah, it's going to be great. That's fantastic. Now, of course, the bigger announcement, as far as I'm concerned, Saturday, December 8th, we were just talking about the New Jersey uh, Kiss Expo that's happening. On that same Saturday night, a live 75 will be rocking the Sherman Theater in Stroudsburg, PA, and we will be doing a live Kiss Room, I'm thinking, from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. from the lobby, same as we did last time, talking to all the coolest Kiss fans that happen to be walking through the door right at that moment. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. We are, we are excited. We're hoping that folks that come in, because I know the expo will bring people in from not just around uh, neighboring states and other parts of the country, but even from uh, further out, right? Uh, we're hoping that folks take the opportunity to check out that expo. I understand it's a three-day expo. Aces there. It's going to be great. Um, but if Saturday night is not much of a concert, it'd be great to take a trip not, um, uh, less than an hour away. The yeah. Live 75 at the Sherman. That's another place where we do a complete full stage show. You get everything there. I did MapQuest it, and it comes up less than an hour from one venue to the other. So uh, i got to make all my plans. I know it's going to be great fun. I know there's going to be a ton of people from all over the planet that are all going to be looking for something to do. And obviously, that's a Live 75 with Judas Priestess. And is oh. it an all-female Judas Priestess? That's so cool. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> We, we, we have played with That really them is another thing coming. Oh, it is. We, we've played with them before. I've seen them live multiple times. They are a phenomenal band. They are wickedly talented. They put on an awesome show. Uh, we actually have a couple surprises as it relates to their show that we're helping them with. It's going to be a blast. Um, they're going to be doing a full set. They're playing for an hour because they are, they are a rocking tribute uh, all onto themselves. So we are so glad to have them. Uh, for really a double bill night that's going to be phenomenal. That sounds fantastic. I mean, obviously, so that's going to be December 8th, the same Saturday night as the New Jersey Kiss Expo. So everybody here on the East Coast, everybody who's getting a plane ticket, bus ticket, train ticket, we're all going to see you in New Jersey uh, or yeah. Pennsylvania or somewhere that weekend. It's going to be great. And as you see, oh, Jerry, yeah. is so, Jerry is so busy taking a selfie, he can't even <laughs> believe it. It's radio, Jerry. <laughs> I'm trying to take... Oh, yeah. So we got, go. we got the showroom coming up. We got Stroudsburg coming up. What else is up with the Live 75? 
Oh, we're just rocking a little bit more of a greatest hits feel these days. You know, we did a live, we did the Destroyer early and later tour, we sprinkled in rock and roll over, but now we've got a bunch of other hits we're kind of bringing out. People have been digging the new set that we've been working with. Um, so we're just, um, you know, we're just still having fun. It's great. It is great. So everybody can go to Alive75.com. And they can check out all those tour dates. They can come see everybody in the Sherman Theater, including me. That's going to be December 8th. We're going to do a live Kiss Room. Anybody that was around last time knows we talked to everybody that came walking up. Sam Dotton, if you're listening, he was one of the people we met. We met Renee. We met everybody that came walking up. Just wanted to talk Kiss. Everybody was coming in through the door, and that's what we're going to do again. It was great fun when we did it last year. I'm totally looking forward to it this year again. Awesome. Listen, Matt, I really appreciate the time today. Uh, I will be talking to you more. Um, all the best there in the Kiss Room, and uh, we'll catch you next time. So thanks for calling in, Anthony DeLucia. You're the Gene Simmons of Alive 75. Thanks to your lovely wife, because I know she was holding the phone texting me earlier. And uh, <laughs> everybody, give everybody a shout-out, say hello, and we'll talk to you in December at the Sherman Theater. Oh, yeah. Thank you, buddy. Talk thanks, pal. You. See you. So there's Anthony DeLucia. We can go to Alive75.com, get more information on Alive75. We're going to have good fun with them in December. i got to get all those details figured out, but we are going to try and do a live broadcast. So now look, here we are. at this. It's like the middle of October. So much going on. Isn't it funny? The last time we met, they had just kind of announced, of course, it was the worst kept secret on the planet, but end of the road, end of the road, end of the road. And everybody's, oh, they're getting so sad. It seems like more things are happening yeah, right now yeah, than right, have happened right, in years. Right, yeah. You know, you figured, look, obviously there's, you know, Ace's album comes out next week. So he's out promoting like crazy. There's well, so, all these, the announcement right? of the, uh, of the uh, you know, the, the New Jersey Kiss Expo was huge. Obviously, we got all kind of things going on that. Paul Stanley is literally 22 minutes away yeah, right now. Crazy. He's down at the, uh, <laughs> the Wentworth Gallery at the Court of King of Prussia Mall. Literally 22 minutes from here at Montgomery County Community College. Now, my pockets aren't nearly deep enough to go. I swore when I got here, Bobby was going to show up with Paul Stanley. With, you know, the kind of pull he has. Well, he's got, he's got the sneakers on. I swear to on. God. Like, I he's swore. wearing the sneakers. But, uh, but and he, the underwear on. And kiss underwear. But he doesn't have, he actually didn't get... You know, a painting, which, you know, so, I mean, it's amazing. Paul is going to be tonight, never. if you're on the, if you're on your way there to the Wentworth Gallery and King of Prussia Mall, tomorrow night, Atlantic City, you just heard Anthony from Alive 75 talking about a gig they have coming up in Atlantic City, but it's incredible. There's so many things going on as far as KISS, and it's one thing that I wanted to kind of talk about, even just this week in history for me is all kind of different things. But what we're going to do, we're going to go to a song. We're going to regroup here in a minute. I'm going to talk about my own October history here in the, in the Kiss from Omaka Radio where music and minds meet.
Right, we're all freaks, and I'm going to send a shout out. One of our freaks, of course, the great Tony Mann. We were just talking to uh, Anthony DeLucia from Alive 75. We mentioned that Judas Priest, this is opening up for them in December. And Tony says, Josette, who plays in Judas Priest, this was in Harry Carey, a band that was managed by Eric Carr. See, there's always a connection. Tony, you're the best. Speaking of the best, welcome my brother into the yeah. studio, Anthony Porter. He's going to read He's going to read our shout out, everybody who shared the link. And if we missed the link, you got to tag me in it next time. Anthony Porter, go. How you doing, everybody? This is the people that shared in October, Josie and Bell. Ron Jones, Bill Elam, Chris Goff of the Kiss World, Mikhail Burrell, Steve Javorski in Pittsburgh, Sean Cullen, Greg Johnson, Craig Bauer from Kispirational, Matt Universal, Rodney Dixon, David Cathy, Kevin King, Shane Hebert, Jason Gallinger, Dottie Jones, Billy David, and the Unmasked Tribute Billy Band, Davis. Billy Davis says David on my paper. James Brendan Dunn from the Kiss Corner, the Growing Up Rock podcast. John Weinberger from Time Bomb Radio, which is here on Monco Radio, Thursdays from noon to 2. John Phillips, Kenneth Roy, Britton Mitchell, Javier Boaster, Kiss Army, Omaha, Omaha! Chris Hartman, Bob McMichael, Dottie Jones, Tony Mann, the great Tony Mann, Joe Lascon, Jason Backen, Ira Boston, Kiss Army Florida, Jim and Diana Zagel, Kat Mara, KissAsylum.com, Peter Arquette, Eric and Judy Wisniewski of the Electric Crush, my favorite Tuesday radio, Punk and Judy, Punk, yeah, Podcast Rock City, which is Joe, Jody, Sonny, Brent, and D-Rock. I follow along. Ken Mills and Gary Schaller from the podcast, which is now on Spotify. I was listening to that this morning. AJ Zonin, who has a gig tonight at the Tusk with the Outlaw Pandas. Amy Porter. Chris Ann Colvin. Chris Simcoe. Mike Simcoe. Fran Galanti, who's in the room. And Shane Hebert. That's your shares for October. We love you. Thank you very much. <laughs> Welcome to the Kiss Room. I'm happy to be here. I'm you know, happy to limo drivers. Can I can I get a you know it's I funny. Try, you know I hate being late to things well, and I'm over here like Argh. I have this list that I made up of all things that for some reason this week in history, my own history, is kind of filled with events. And I, I wrote some of them down kind of going through the years, just re, really recent years. October tenth, nineteen ninety two was Revenge Tour at the Spectrum. Then you had October 9th was Reunion Tour at the Spectrum, which we were at. You were right next uh-huh, to me for that. Uh-huh. It was great fun. Fourth Row Center, probably the best show I've ever seen. October 12th, of course, 2006. Everybody knows Gene Simmons was at the Oxford Valley Mall. 
And if you if you have been paying attention at all, you know I was arguing with him about wanting him to sign everybody's stuff. That was one of the uh, more funny moments for me in history. Not at the time, it wasn't funny. October 10th, 2009, Kiss at Madison Square Garden, wow. which I saw that. October 12, 2009, it was Kiss at the Wachovia Center, and I saw them, and that was one of the amazing things, was actually seeing them up close in makeup, and that was, I think, the first time that I'd ever actually gotten to meet them was in Was that makeup. when you won the Ultimate Kiss that fan is, contest? That's how I yeah. won that. I got to go to that meet and greet because I won that contest. 2009. I think that might have been Steve's, Steve's drummer Steve's first Kiss concert. I think I took Steve to that concert. See, that's, Wachovia, that's magic. Right? Well, it would have been uh, Wachovia Center was pretty new, I guess, at the time, right? Whoa. Or no, Core States was new when we saw them on the reunion, on the reunion tour. tour, right? Yeah. So that's it. I got yeah. that all mixed up. So that was October twelfth. That was one of the coolest things you've heard me tell that story before. All about how uh, that was Gene Simmons signing the one eight by ten, and it was complete, and I was so happy. If you've been paying attention all these years, people, you know this story. October eleventh, two thousand twelve, was the town hall meeting with Kiss. I got to go to that thanks to Frank Hagen. We got to see him in the makeup, get the photo, walk right up. That was a lot of fun. They did their whole thing in the fishbowl. October twenty fourth, obviously, Paul Stanley's "Live to Win" album came out. That was cool back in two thousand six, and I got to go to the sound check and meet Paul Stanley that year at the TLA. Now look, like we were saying, he's right down the street today. He's twenty two minutes away. But about a thousand dollars away, you well, can't get in the door, the right? So. <laughs> you know, it also gives you a reason to drive down to the Hard Rock in Atlantic City. He's got paintings That's down Saturday there. Night Saturday too, night too, so it's like yeah. if I was had a lot more time and was a lot more wealthy, we need a lot more money. The Hard Rock is beautiful. If you, I was just there about a month ago, I love the Hard hey, look, Rock. If, yeah. if we could look at. Paul Stanley artwork and get a cheeseburger. Right. Yeah. I'm there. Play a, play a little slot machine. <laughs> These slot machines you know, are itchy. Coming to rock and brew. The slot machine is itchy. <laughs> well, you know it, right? So then, even think about this. October, different album releases of Kiss. Hotter Than Hell, Creatures of Night, Hot in the Shade, Sonic Boom, and Monster, all released in October. So aside from the fact Kiss that October month. is a Kiss month, yeah. but then, even greater, obviously, Paul in Halloween special. It was a Friday night, October 29th, 1976. You got to do that voice. That's pretty great. Of course, Kiss Meets the Fam of the Park, right? Saturday, October 28th, 1978. Think of all these big events in history. Now, here's the one thing. And this is if, if anybody had looked at the artwork for this week's uh, or this month's Kiss Room, you saw that picture of a young group of kids dressed as Kiss. That is me. As Peter Chris, Anthony as Paul Stanley, our brother Phil as Ace, and our friend Dwayne as Gene. I love that. And picture. here's the great thing: <laughs> out of all the things I share on the Kiss Room, all my great Kiss memories, one of my favorite Kiss memories of all: Halloween Parade, 1978, when we dressed up as Kiss. If you look at the if you look at the picture. This this week's artwork, this month's artwork, that little moon face Paul Stanley <laughs> is me. Who was Peter? Peter was. He Peter Chris, Peter. that's yeah, me. Yeah. So yeah. Peter, I loved it. That's me. And that, and, and that all. Grew. And well, and the funny, the funny thing that's so great is what our, you know, our mom made all the costumes, and that's my, so I have like a tank top on with like the bandoliers are sewn onto the shirt, and I love that. They and were authentic. I remember, it was so great. Destroyer well, costumes. And that's the thing. It was, you know, <laughs> I loved it. And, 
I think we're back of that. Old, they were great. You know, well, and you figure that's the thing. We are 10 years old. It was the first time I had ever put that makeup on. It's Halloween 1978. I have very fond memories of that. It's my greatest kiss yeah. memory ever. I think I love so it. too. With the the important thing is for anybody, we had a little the little cassette player that you press the button to play, <laughs> covered in tin foil and made to look like a guitar. <laughs> and it was great. It's the greatest thing ever. And we won in the Halloween parade in Percocy that we were the first place like a group. So we got silver dollars. That's it's awesome. my greatest kiss memory ever. <laughs> See, that's I think kiss ought to have taken market that if mom and dad actually took a tape recorder, a little black tape recorder that we had, cut out the sound like the shape that's of a guitar. Like so that, we were talk. walking around, you know, and, yeah. and we would play the music through the, we just the used guitar. Right. Well, that's it was. And if you look that's, in the picture, you can see it's covered. Everything's covered in aluminum foil. Yeah, yeah. You know, which was great fun. You know, and it was really. There's, there's some Kiss tribute bands are still doing that. <laughs> right. You know, look. Every, everybody knows every Kiss tribute band that complains if you have too many rivets on the one gauntlet. But you know, at the time, I, I can't think of anything. That was better. some authentic Kiss. T- Foil. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> and you know, at the time, you know, we had, I remember really having to search out like signs in Doylestown to get the makeup. And we had to, and silver was really hard to find. Yeah. You know, and I remember my Peter Chris nose. I just need a little glop for my nose. That was hard to find to silver it. back then, 1970. Now you can get your kiss your face makeup, you know, at the store. But at the time, you know, it was something really different. So I, I uh, somewhere there's a picture of me that's total blackmail. I'm wearing like my mom's. <laughs> Black pantyhose and my sister's like clog high heel shoes <laughs> and my mom's wig and I got the Paul Stanley makeup and I'm I'm doing the cross arm pose you know that famous one from Love Gun. So I think everybody, if you're listening, everybody should tune in. Post a picture of yourself in Kiss makeup. We have great fun. Obviously, we are celebrating Halloween here in the Kiss Room. We got the Kiss Room houseband coming in. I'm going to hit reset here, top of the hour. You're in the Kiss Room, Omako Radio, where music and minds meet. Smoke in the Kiss Room. Hi, everybody. It's Gene Simmons. You're listening to the Kiss Room on Montco Radio, but you knew that. You wanted the best and you got it. The hottest man in the land, Matt Porter. right kiss army we are into the second hour of the kiss room it's a party here in the kiss room so look here's the thing we're gonna we have our kiss our new gene simmons soda we're gonna drink some on the air ready so everybody pop one and we're gonna go right around i want everybody to taste test that i found this at the wegmans aisle 18a right montgomeryville i have a root beer and everybody's gonna take a couple sips give us the review of the gene simmons cola live Right here on Monaco Radio, top of the hour where music and minds meet. Jerry, what do you think? I have the ginger ale, Matt, and let me tell you, it's delicious. It's made with real cane sugar, which I love in my soda because, you know, that other stuff is not very good for you. But this is very good. It's not very carbonated. It's nice and light. I like it. Big thumbs up for me. Money bag. So you have the ginger ale. Who's who's got else? What else? I got the cola. Cola? I don't know what's in it because... My eyes can't read, <laughs> but, it, but it tastes good. 
See, that's, I'm drinking the root beer, and I really like it. And I will say, now look, of course, everybody that's out there that's listening, the you know you search it, it out because cheers. of Gene Simmons. Like, cheers. we went down the Wegmans, and there's, of course, oh, look at that. We're having a toast. Everybody's great. We went to the Wegmans specifically to find Gene Simmons soda. And it's worth it because all kids fans, if you're going to drink something, you might as well drink soda royalty, right? It's Gene Simmons made from the best stuff. It's worth it finding it in your regular I'm store. Gonna, I'm going to be up till like 4 a.m. No, yeah, we're, we're all going to be sugared up. And, you know, it's going to be great. We got energy for the kids' house. I'm going to Mountain Dew. <laughs> we're all wound up. So look, we're celebrating Halloween. We're celebrating all things Kiss. We're celebrating here in the Kiss Room. We're going to hear from the Kiss Room Ooh, house band. But first, Anthony Porter, nice. I want you to talk about. Oh. We're going to play a song from. from oh, that's awesome! A Kiss, Kiss Room, room house band. Yeah, so, so, Jim. Who did them all? Talk a little bit about this. We have um, a band called uh, She Wolf Dana Kane and the Mighty Incisors, and we are celebrating the Halloween season. Talk this up. We're going to play track one, which is Bump in the Night. So this is a band that I play in. I play guitar and sing. um, I say guitar and whoa, whoa, whoa in this band because the leader is She Wolf Dana Kane, who played in Young Werewolves for years. You all probably know her. Um, We have a couple gigs in the end of October. Of course, there are two in the same day. One is in Smithville, New Jersey, at the Smithville Zombie Walk at 10 o'clock in the morning. And then at nighttime is uh, Randy Now's Man Cave in Bordentown, New Jersey. Go on uh, Facebook and find She Wolf Dana Kane and the Mighty Incisors. And you can, um, two songs are available on Bandcamp. The actual CD won't be released probably till the new year. But it's a great band, lots of fun, super talented people. I have a good time. All right, so we're celebrating Halloween. We're drinking our Gene Simmons money back soda. We're listening to She Wolf Dana King and the Mighty Incisors here in the Kiss Room on Monaco Radio, where music and minds meet.
Okay, so um, we're going to do some songs from albums that came out in October, but this isn't one of them, because... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, last month, we did the solo album, songs, and Jerry couldn't be here, so now we're going to do one from the Paul Stanley solo album. Nice, nice. All right. Capo 5, Galoff. <laughs>
Don't let me down. Alright, so we, now we got one from uh, Hotter Than Hell featuring Anthony Porter.
So baby, won't you let me on through? Yeah. Mainline. Baby, won't you give it to me one time? Mainline. Baby, won't you give it to me one time? Mainline. Baby, won't you give it to me one time? This next one's from Alive 2, and no, it's not the Beatles. <laughs> Sounds like the Beatles. I'm surprised they haven't done a Beatles song because there's, you know, they love the Beatles. But this is the Dave Clark Five. <clears throat> Something from Munster. Nice. Munster. Munster. <laughs> 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 
Meets the Phantom came out in October. We got to do a little. By the way, up. wouldn't it be cool if you had those b- four, those four giant <laughs> seats like by the pool? For the kiss room. <laughs> That's what I said. Like, I want this. <laughs> <laughs> we need about six or eight of them today. <laughs> Rip, rip, rip and destroy 
You're looking for someone, but it's not Kiss. And you will be my instruments. <laughs> I want to make that noise like Gene. I like to make that cell phone ring. You know? Not quite ordinary. <laughs> Everyone yell their favorite Kiss line. <laughs> so, uh, a couple weeks ago, Steve said he couldn't make it. And then he said he could. And I, I think what had happened was word got out that I was going to play the Cajon. Yeah. And oh, he didn't want that happening. I sent him a text message yeah. like, dude, you got to make it. Please. So, so he came and saved the day. He saved the day. Saved the day. Hallelujah.
Kiss Room House Band bringing it again. We're going to keep the uh, Halloween vibes going here in the Kiss Room. If you want to dress up as this and send us pictures, thekissroom at gmail.com. You know what to do because uh, we're going to queue up a song for you right now. Let's see. Do I have it queued up? Here we go. Ready? I'm going to queue it up. There you go. Send us your pictures, thekissroom at gmail.com. Celebrating Halloween and Kiss and all the things that in October. Now, look, I want to send a shout out 
Fran Galanti, Anthony Porter, Jim Zagel, Jerry Lee Watkins joining yeah. us again. Steve Force, yeah. we thought you weren't going to be here, yeah. and you're here to save the day. It was unbelievable. Yeah. Kiss Room House Band on fire, bringing it. You know, it's funny that when we did, you did this set back in May, we did the May 11th one. I thought that might be the best one ever. This today might be the best one ever. That was fantastic. Now, look, I don't think Kiss even does have, like, Kiss isn't going to do all the love for the love of rock and roll. They're not going to do that Paul Stanley solo. Where are you going to hear that? It's like having your own party right here with you, and we're, we're the host of the party. I just get to hang out with all these cool people. Awesome. Now, also joining us in the Kiss Room, John Weinberger from Time Bomb Radio, yeah. Yeah. Ireland's number one favorite show. He's here on Monco Radio Tuesday, or Thursdays, noon to 2. Yep. I want you to talk about your show. Uh, well, basically, it's a mixture of um, classic rock, uh, some new waves, some metal. We've even done some jazz. Like, I was, I played Django Reinhardt one day. Nice. Yes. Nice. Yeah, so, uh, and um, all my listeners seem to be in Ireland. <laughs> so, from Bluebell to Dublin, uh, from... Uh, Ballack Hinwood to Berlin. Or Dublin, PA, <laughs> one or the other. But the, uh, you know, the nice thing is, look, if you're listening to Monaco Radio Live, you can tune into Monaco Radio anytime because you're listening live via the Kiss Room, right? But you can also listen to all the shows if you go to MonacoRadio.com. Now, one thing I'm going to say, and I saw John popping his head next to the window, became a Kiss fan again because we listen to a lot of Kiss around here, don't we? Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got a new Kiss shirt. Everybody's drinking their Gene Simmons soda. So we're having the best time ever. Obviously, look, we're having a great time. We were just talking while we were in the break. We were listening to Be My Back Girl. That is Clashing Plaid. Um, you know, obviously, you know, doing three-chord money as well. We played that here in the Kiss room. But I thought that was specifically appropriate for as we head in toward Halloween. For everybody that's dressing as a superhero. Whether it's a real profile or a fake profile, if you're in a Batgirl <laughs> outfit, uh, you could add your picture. That would, be, that would be fantastic. So, yeah, we're having a lot of good time. Obviously, look, I said it, the New Jersey Kiss Expo, that's going to be big. We're going to try and hang out with all the Kiss fans up at that. That's going to be a real fun time. I'm going to try and do a live broadcast, so stay tuned for details for that. I will mention that for those of you planning ahead, we're usually the second Friday of the month, but in December we will be the first Friday in the month because I'm going to try and do kind of a New Jersey Expo preview here live in the studio. Joe from Podcast Rock City and his lovely wife, I should say with a chuckle, Karen, not married, CI, but he should marry her. They are going to be here doing their documentary Whoa. about KISS fans. So if you want to come down to the studio that first Friday of December, we are going to be live here in the KISS room 3 to 5. But we're also going to have Joe and his crew and Karen and the crew doing their documentary recording. You can come right down here to Montgomery County Community College. We're going to have it all set up in the uh, TV studio for you to be part of the documentary. So ask off for work now. Get out of work early that day, right? Put it on your calendar. First Friday of the month, we're still, you know, we're, we're making plans about what we're going to do for the live broadcast at the New Jersey Expo. That's going to be a blast. Now, look, already they got Ace on the lineup. Len D'Alessio's on the lineup, but you know they're going to add a ton more people. So stay tuned to that. Obviously, you're going to want to check that out. Um, so there's lots going on with Kiss. We're excited even next week at this time. We'll get the new uh, Ace Fraley album. I haven't really I haven't listened to any of the podcasts about it because I don't want to know about it. I don't want the track by track. I want to go into the Q-Mart, pick it up fresh, go out in my car, crank it up just like you would in the old days. It's going to be great. What do you think? I was going to say, uh, since we like to shout out other podcasts, there's a real good interview with Ace on the Cassius Morris 
program. I think Cash is Morris. Yeah, it's a great the, interview with Ace. One of the original Kiss podcasters. I always tell that story was when I was on Creatures of the Net, it was Cassius and Sapphire. Cassius was 10, Sapphire was 11. If you added their ages and doubled it, I was still older. And that was, I think, 2009 it's a real, or something like that. It's a real good interview, and I give him credit. He he talks to him like an interviewer. I mean, the rest of us, I'm be on the phone going, oh my gosh, Ace, I love Kiss. Like, I couldn't hold that together. Yeah. Cassius, he does, Cassius he's is a superstar. Yeah, yeah, he's a superstar. Yeah. He's somebody, I think, in the future, he has a good future in uh, you know everything that he does. He's, he's a hard worker, too. Shout out Cassius. Also, shout out to Ian Wadley from the, I like the Wadzilla world. I listen to that every Saturday. Also, Rock and Metal Combat podcast. Uh, it just had a, a grandbaby this week. So, hey, congratulations, hey, congratulations to Ian. Yeah, grandbaby. It's a good guy. Shout out to Shane Paisley's listening. Everybody that's tuned in, yeah, you know, you gotta feel good about that. It's nice when you see people that you know mostly via podcasting, but we all hung out. You know, Rock and Pod Expo was great fun. There was that whole ear peeler thing this, you know, these last couple weeks made everybody crazy. We're so glad that it's over, but the, you know, it's, uh, if I had the sound effect queued up, I'd say, here's what, we, here's what we're going to do with that contest. <laughs> But hey, it's, we're all friends here. So I guess it's it's twenty of, and coming up at five o'clock, you can stay tuned for the uh, seriously Zappa right here every Friday. You know, on Monco Radio. If you're not familiar with Frank Zappa, you can get familiar with Frank Zappa because Jeff is practically an instructor of Frank Zappa. He basically gives you the history, plays things in the context. I don't know much about Frank Zappa, so it's very educational. I listen to it on the way home after we do the Kiss Room. But let's go around. How about some shout-outs? Halloween memories, things like that. What's that? He didn't like kids. You know, he probably didn't. You know, it's uh, and and I think a lot of time. Luckily, Jeff kind of gives you the explanation of what the music is because sometimes it sounds like he just threw the instruments down the steps and recorded it. But I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Bobby, what do you think? Great day, a lot of fun. I'm with our favorite gal tomorrow night in New York. Would that Twirl be Wonder for me. Woman? <laughs> Now, here's yeah. the funny thing. One thing that we should know, Bobby is wearing his Paul Stanley Pumas, yeah. a John Barbados Kiss shirt. It's, you're decked out in, in all the Kiss gear underwear. Kiss and, underwear. And, for anybody and on my the Kiss line, jacket. Anybody on the line about the Paul Stanley Pumas, they're very nice, very high quality. Yeah. Very cool well made. Shoes, and they, they, they're not obnoxious. And they're signed like, in the inside. Yeah, wow. they're very cool. cool if you, shoes. Actually, if you take your foot out, you can notice on the you know the sole, you like inside, he, you can <laughs> see it on the radio. They have the Paul Stanley autograph printed on it. They are their shirt. You take your foot yeah, out. You're no longer wearing a shoe. You can still feel like a rock very comfortable. You know what? I think one thing we should do for everybody's everybody's thinking about, you know, the cruise and everybody's thinking about the expo and all that. There should be a good game that we can play where you give yourself a point every time you see somebody wearing those pumas. What's in that soda? Everybody's going to be, you know, counting who's got the pumas on, you know, who's got all that kind of stuff. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's pretty funny. You see all these pictures and you know that the only time people are going to wear them if they're going to some kind of kiss event. So it's... I had a pair like of uh, leopard print vans for years that I loved. Yeah, I would wear these in a they're pretty, they're pretty stylish. Absolutely. So we're giving a shout Style. out to the Gene Simmons Money Bag Soda. We like the Paul Stanley Pumas. The Having John way Varvados. too much fun. John Varvado's shirt looks amazing. Anthony Porter, what do you think? Any any shout outs? I just want to say shout out to the house band. I love coming in. And, yeah, that was great. That was a, that was a top four set. Band now, right? I am. 
I am. Well, I'll probably be back in November, but I won't be back in December. I, then I'm, my schedule ties up for a couple months. But uh, I'm so glad Steve could make it and play the drums. It's night and day with a drummer that can play. Uh, I like how he like, just said, like, cheers with the G. Simmons yeah, soda. Yeah, cheers with the G. Simmons soda. No, that's, that's the, <laughs> if you have a good drummer in your band, hug that drummer. Drummer, a good drummer makes your band, and a bad drummer means you got to go home. Right? You, I'm really glad you could come today. That was a lot of fun. record him and play that Every oh man! There every, you go, right? Everybody, everybody who's ever been in a band, hug your drummer if he's good. A good drummer, man. It's it's a joy to play with you. I tell you what, yeah, just that's, really that's did. my. It sounded uh, great. Other than that, I got no shoutouts. I'm just happy to be here. Happy October, everybody. It's Halloween. Fall. Love somebody, you know. What do you think, Jerry? What's on your mind? Uh, let me say, I'm happy to be back here yeah. today. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Big shout out to Steve Companion for being here today. The Kiss Room House guy. But, uh, and let me see, there's some other people like Paco Stanley, there's so many people, uh, Mark Lambert, there's so many people, Chris Colvin, all these people who are constantly like rock and roll over posts and they're very active in the Kiss Room. Nice to see the online community out there. Uh, tonight, me and Fran are playing at Sweeney's if you're local. Yes! In the Philadelphia area, that's, um, what is it, Bustleton Avenue? Yeah. Philmont? Uh, yeah, the Green Day days, tribute uh, band. We, Matt and uh, Anthony and Bobby will yeah, we're actually going to play a couple kiss, well, at least one yeah. kiss to, you know. Other than that, everybody, uh, if I don't make it in before the end of the year, happy holidays and happy Christmas. Yeah. And have See a great you happy November. Halloween. Come on. Yeah. Hey, what's happening? Great uh, job, Anthony and uh, Jerry. Great to have you yeah. guys back. I mean, it's fantastic. Yeah. And of course, the rest of the guys, you know, yeah. Fran and Steve, fantastic playing. Uh, Killing job great. on bass, Jerry. Hey, thank you, Bobby. Thanks for bringing that base. You should just sell it to me. Come on. <laughs> I thought it was a door prize. You're the winner. <laughs> yeah, right here. I should have just ran out with it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna sell my children. Okay. Yeah, but I'm going to sell my children tomorrow. Uh, actually, um, tomorrow my daughter Samantha gets married. Wow! So, uh, wow! Congratulations! Congratulations, Star and Jordan, and uh, you know. Yeah. It's a it's a big one. That's yeah, fantastic. Yeah, so congratulations. All right. That's all I got to say. <laughs> That's excellent. <laughs> all right. First, I'm gonna say, Steve Companion, we miss you. Yeah. Wish you, wish you could be yes, here. And, and and Jerry and Anthony, you saved the day with your amazing vocals. Great to be here. Yeah. Great and, to be and really, you know, I used to think of you as the honorary member of the Kiss Room House Band, but. Kiss from House Band is less like Kiss, more like Menudo. He's, <laughs> he's Stabo. Yeah, like a review. I'm Tavo. Anybody so, in the Kiss Room knows we're that. We're always the Kiss from House Band, but the uh, members might change. We're like a review. Are we saying Tavo or Tavo? I, I always say Tavo. Thanks. I love it. I'm, I'm with Tavo Harvey back in November. I love it. Oh, cool. On the telephone. <laughs> Who's calling in? Who's on the line? Hey, guys. It's Chris Ann. How are you? Chris Ann, how are you? Okay, hey, I was listening to the broadcast online, and everything sounded great. The house room, or the kids' house room band sounded fantastic as ever. Thank you. And I just wanted to uh, wish everybody a happy holiday. Happy uh, Halloween. Woo! Awesome. I love when people say happy holidays, Halloween. Well, yeah, Yeah. Halloween, holidays, something like that. I love that. Bobby, did did you happen to get everybody a pair of Pumas? He, he, he got himself pair. one, but that's it. He's yeah. wearing his right uh, now. So. Did I get everybody a pair of Pumas? <laughs> yeah, that was, uh, that was when I asked him on Facebook, did he uh, get everybody a pair while he's showing his off? <coughs> no, I don't know. 
Well, thanks for calling, Chris Ann. We got to wrap up because Sirius is right. coming in. Nice talking okay. to you. Okay, have, have a happy Halloween. See Steve. Give a shout out. All right, guys. Uh, what can I say? I'm glad I was able to make it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. It was a pleasure. As always, thank you He's to my. He's giving us all massages afterwards, too. <laughs> yeah, I had to come in my work uniform. It's ridiculous. Um, but uh, it's, everybody played great. It was a pleasure, as always. And, uh, you know, shout out to all, all of our listeners. It's, it's amazing. But, um, Matt, as always, shout out to you for making all this possible. Powerful and attractive Matt Porter. Yeah. I love you on the radio. <laughs> now, look, I also was going to send a shout out Steve Campania. It would be great if he'd come back down. But isn't this some kind of anniversary of the Kiss Room House Band? Isn't this like the fourth anniversary or what? Well, I, I, think, I think it's the second anniversary of, of nonstop. Kiss of being here, Band. right. Yeah. Yes, two years. Yeah, nice, yeah. two years. That's fantastic. So, so thanks again. Was that was four awesome. Years since. since Rock and roll over came in. See, there you go. Right. Look, I have my timeline. I don't remember any of the dates. It's like, you know, when a lot of times you post, oh, on this date, an album came out, and somebody says, no, because if you look at the paper, blah, blah. So anyway, so look, we're out of time. We're going to be back in November, second Friday of the month in, of November. Again, if I can remember the date off the top of my head. In the meantime, everybody have a very happy Halloween. Thanks to everybody who listened. Thanks to everybody who came in and joined us. We had the best time ever. You can tune into Time Bomb Radio every Thursday, noon to 2, John, right? Yeah. From Bluebell to Dublin. Yeah. Yes, that is correct. <laughs> Woo. We got them all covered. Look, there's lots of new shows on Monco Radio because it's the, it's the start of a new semester. So when you tune in, you always get something different. Go to MoncoRadio.com. You can uh, check out the schedule. You can find other shows that you like besides the Kiss Room. You can stay tuned right now for Seriously Z. Zappa, which is coming up next. Obviously, look, like I said, tune in again next time. Have a happy Halloween. We're going to leave us with the, let me see if I have the right track lined up. No, I don't. Let me get my right track. We're going to give the last word to Ken Mills, as we yeah, always do with some Ken Halloween Mills. fun here on Monco Radio, where music and minds meet. Check out these ads from the following shows. We are proud to call them the Friends of the Podcast Network. We are one. <laughs> <laughs> They say the vampires sleep, where the werewolf prowls each night, and where hideous goblins creep, where spiders spin their gossamer webs, and where Dracula abides. But I didn't believe about Haunted Hill, no, no not I. So one night, they went up to Haunted Hill. The moon was as bright as could be. For a second, I thought I heard footsteps. But there was no one following me. I thought I heard a window slam as I was walking up the winding path. 
And when I tried to open the door, I heard this hideous, eerie laugh. The door of the house trembled and creaked, and suddenly, suddenly it flung open wide, and I felt icy fingers on my shoulders, and voices beckoned me to come inside. Voices were shrieking everywhere. The wind blew the door shut. And I felt something crawling in my hair. turned to look behind me, I cannot believe what i just seen. There was a witch and a skeleton dancing, and a voice cried out with a scream. Out of nowhere, a floating candle appeared and was guiding me down a long, dark hall. Suddenly, I saw the face of Dracula. The candle blew out and I started to fall. Fall. Wolfman growling behind me. There were chains, thumps, and shouts. I crawled and ran from room to room, but I never could get out. I tried my best to leave that house. In fact, I am there still. So won't you come and try to find me at the house on Haunted Hill? <laughs> <laughs> so listen all you uh, little weirdos out there please do old Chucky a favor won't you try and come and find me at the house on Haunted Hill <laughs> I'll be looking for you <laughs> you are our fans, but 
Don't you ever forget, we are your fans! We love you! Thank you for listening to The Kiss Room. Stay tuned to Montco Radio. last-minute crazy things you want to say to conform with expectations? No, but I will say something to anybody out there that's, you know, the weird guy or the weird girl that always has the weird things that they do that their friends put them down for. Don't think it's so weird. Maybe someday somebody will let you give you the chance to make a living out of it. You just stick to it. You'd be weird.